But welcome, everyone. Hope everyone's having a good day. What's up, guys? What is up? Thanks for, for joining. Um, so how'd you do, John, without me for a few days? When you left us? Oh, yeah. Yep. When I left you for for one night, two days. I did all right, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Glad to hear it. I didn't get in trouble. That's good. There may be some charges on the credit card. <laughs> I did you and Hubble had some bitches over is that what happened yeah we went to the bunny ranch (laughs) hence hence your bunny ears is that what what's up I'm very excited I'm I'm glad glad to be back for an episode today glad to be back where were you last time were you not here on the last episode she was here well I just meant like to be here with you guys you know on our on our you know usual thing even though it's a day off well the last episode we did was the infield monster, mm-hmm. and I dressed up then as R- 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 Rick Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't dress up, but you did impersonate his, what his you imagined his voice to be. Yeah. And that was pretty impressive. And so. so we've been doing Halloween episodes like crazy, and this will be the last one. Although this has got to be two parts. Most other people would do it in one part, but I'm just different. So. I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. Yeah. Lauren says you look fetching today. Oh, see, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) That is so fetch. Well, last night was a full moon. Ooh. So all the girls are getting their periods. Is that how it works? No. Oh, shit. Well, was it a blood moon? It was the harvest moon. It was pretty, like or huge and orange. How did you see it? I saw it on my way to the airport. Oh, <laughs> the I car. saw it alone. Oh, okay. I was also me. alone. <laughs> like what the fuck? I'm me and my Uber alone. driver. Y'all better get excited, man. We I, are. I am excited. I have exciting news. What? My sister passed the bar, guys. I know I already told John Nicole, but I didn't tell you yet. That so, is awesome. I'm so proud of her. Should. Should we do her, her the our shot for Jew in celebration today? Yeah, let's do that. Um, she's a she's an honorary member, fam, friends and family. They get unlimited shout outs. Mm-hmm. So to Jew, to Jew, to Jew. Surprise shots, surprise shots. We don't know what they are because they're a surprise. Does this mean free legal advice or not? How Probably. does that work? Maybe. She's a good she's a real estate lawyer. So I don't I don't know. Yeah, but she still can give advice, right? I don't know how that works. We may have to pay her. Yeah. Hey Sydney. Cheers. Cheers. Hey Shram. So, oh my God, dude, this an episode. Also, let me tell you about this story right quick. The reason I did this is because when you're married, you piss people, you piss your significant other off. That's like, like the, on purpose. On purpose. Yeah, I just wanted to make that clear. Like it's intentional. On purpose. <laughs> However, and I was super excited to do this story, but when I started researching it, I honestly would not have done it because I feel so bad because we're about to be in this similar situation. No, no, no. No, we are not going to be in this situation because we are not. I know what this is. We are not building on a burial ground. You should you should get it. How do you know? Why would you say that? We're talking. We're talking about a haunted house, not a burial ground. Right. Oh, I thought I thought that's the story. But but oftentimes, if you build on an Indian burial ground or any type of burial burial ground, there are ramifications in the property. And we are not building a house on a burial ground. So it's not it's a non-issue. No, (laughs) no more of me telling you what we're doing. Don't tell me anything. You spoil it. Spoil this. Spoil the surprises. All right. Anyway, tonight, let's do it, man. My stream is showing 40 seconds delay. That's weird because mine's showing a 45 second delay. So I don't know what it is. 
the stream is, it, I know, uh, Lauren, you said you were having some trouble. We're showing like full green, no issues. So I'm glad like reopen it if, if you are experiencing a lag because we show all, all signs good. All signs go. Mm-hmm. All right. It is hot as fucking here. That's a great thing about having a haunted house though. It's always cold. <laughs> you don't have to like... <laughs> Tonight, we are going to Crosby, Texas, and I'm going to the Google Earth right now. All right, check it out. Here's where we're going to tonight, 803 Puppets Way. This is in Crosby. Ben, what's his name? Ben Crosby? Bing Crosby. Bill Cosby. Bing Crosby. Who's Bing Crosby? I haven't heard of that one. Is he a guy? Yeah. Oh, he's a trumpet player, isn't he, or something like that? No, singer. he was a singer. Oh, singer. In the 40s. All right, here's where we're going to tonight. This house, haunted. Don't look at it. super haunted. That's where we're going. Where? 803 Puppets. Hello, puppet. Way. I want to say real quick, this is kind of uh, kind of weird. I never encountered this before, but uh, let me go back out right quick. So apparently this house is haunted, as you see here with the swimming pool. Oh, in the hot tub or something. Yeah, Can that's a hot, a hot tub. tub. Yeah, Matthew Perry drowned in a hot tub last night. He's dead? Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. How did he drown in a hot tub? I think that he probably overdosed on something and drowned, but that I, don't, I haven't read the articles yet. Jesus, that's crazy. Yep. All right. Anyway, damn, that is nuts. All right. Here's where we're going. Let me let me show you one thing right quick. All right. So look, look at this view right here and going down towards the house. You see all these green, green grass. Mm -hmm. But then when I Ford, oh, now it's not going to do it because, oh, man, I'm telling you, it did it on my computer. All the grass was dead. Hmm. Look look at that. In front of the house. You see a big blur spot right there. Yeah. This is probably the nation's most foreclosed area this street really yeah but and you see the house here is kind of blurred out mm-hmm. they, they're stupid how they do this oh my god it's blurred out but if you just go one up you can then you can see, see it. it like perfectly like what the fuck yeah yeah anyway this is a i don't know mediterranean style house i don't like the garage it's on the side there yeah i don't like that either but this is in texas we're going to tonight we're actually going to the 80s okay so has anyone heard this story i don't think so i think martin has uh because he he said uh Denton now Crosby wonder wonder if Texas uh is one of the most haunted states. So he knew where we were going. Is Texas one of the most haunted states? Maybe. I mean, hey, it's a large state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, is it the largest? No, it's not the largest state in the union. That's California, right? Alaska. That's Alaska, right? Yeah. I think Texas is the second, though. All right. So I never in my life have read a dedication for a story, but can you read the dedication here? I'm just going to kind of throw it to you. And I'll have you read my parts too, just because I don't want to keep throwing the book. Yeah. So can you read the dedication? This book that she's reading tonight is from the family. It's their memoirs of living in this house in the 80s. Supposedly, this is a haunted house. It is still there today. It is vacant, and it has been vacant for the last 30 years. There's families that will move into it and quickly move out. Same thing with the neighbors. They'll move in and then quickly move out, and you'll see why here in a second. But this is the dead end of Poppet's Way. Fortina, Bright Spirit, 1957 to 1987. This book is dedicated to the memory of our beautiful and beloved daughter, Tina Lynn Howard, who fought this nightmare with us for six years and lost. And for all the other members of our family who died in the flesh or were consumed in the spirit. There are a lot of people that die in this in this house. I will tell you right now. It is one of the most craziest stories that you never heard of. And 
And the book was really hard to find. It's rare. It's out of print. It's not on, it's not on digits. It's not on Kindle or anything like that. So I was super happy to get it in. But anyway, let's get started with this. Uh, we're going to 803 Poppets Way, like I said, and just to, to get us started, be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. First Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Ben and Jean Williams is who we're starting with. They move into this new home, 803 Poppets Way. It was built for them. This is a new build, a brand new build. They can customize it however they want. And this, they picked to have the garage there. Oh, dude, I know. It's terrible. I've never seen a garage that's on the side of the house like that. I mean, I, I actually looked at a house when I was when I was looking and I really liked the, the layout of the house, but I didn't like the way the garage was. Because you got to pull in and then make a turn to get mm-hmm. in that. You saw the garage house mm-hmm. on the side. Mm-hmm. I mean, my house growing up was like that. Oh, really? Yeah. It just seems like normal. That seems normal. I've never seen a house with a side garage. It was garage. normal for us. Oh. Yeah. I've seen I've seen houses Shit. that the garage is like underneath the house on the side. But I I feel like it's not as common now to see those like that they have they have it here where the houses jet out like that, but it's not usually a garage, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So this is a uh, bean bean. Oh my god. I need to wake the fuck up. This is bean. Ben? <laughs> Beans. This is Ben and Jean. <laughs> ben and Jean. Not as cool as like <laughs> Benifer or, uh, or uh, you know, another couple combination, but it works. Yeah. It's functional. Bean. bean. <laughs> this is Bean. I don't know what's wrong with me today, dude. <laughs> Oh, man. Tonight, we're talking about Ben and Jean Williams. They've been together forever, forever. They've been together forever. Ben, at this point in time, this is 1980, is still working. Okay. They were actually living in Deer Lake or Deer Park. I don't know which one. Some deer something in Texas. Yeah, some deer in Texas. They were living in Deer Park, Texas, but Jean was suffering from allergies. So the doctor advised her to move out somewhere where there's not a lot of development. And I know there's a lot of houses here now. This is Newport. Okay. In in, in Crosby. There's, That's the development name? Yes, which goes on forever. There's 1,500 houses in this oh, development. Oh, wow. Yeah. Dang. That's like kind of like Cane Bay. Mm-hmm. But when they started, they were one of the first and they were all the way at the end of the street. In fact, when they moved in, there was still a sign that said dead end, which is kind of ominous. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany, Brittany says Deer Park near Houston. Deer Park, yeah. Brittany, you're also from Texas, if that, right? Um, no, where, so where's Cro- is think, Crosby also near Houston? Uh, I don't know where Crosby is. Brittany, I guess I'm directing that to you. I just don't get, like, not don't get, but the, we have states where it takes days to drive through or hour, like, you know, mm-hmm. but Europe, you can go from country to country in, like, you know, a short amount of time. Because they're smaller. How do you not, yeah. No, I know that, but it's it's kind of crazy to me that, like, whole countries are smaller than our states. Mm-hmm. But when you think about it, like, each state is kind of like its own little country, but not. Yeah, federal and state laws, you know. Yeah. Uh, Brittany says, Houston Clear Lake is where I'm from, Southeast. We're, we're actually starting on October 14th, 1980, right before Halloween. Okay. And this was the move-in day. Like I said, Ben and Jean Williams, they had bought this house or this land, got with this developer and built their dream house. Jean was already retired. Ben was nearly retired. Okay. Within the next few years. 
And the and this was the forever home. This was they're getting this thing built exactly how they wanted. They're going to move in. They're going to stay here. They got three daughters and a granddaughter now. Okay. They were going to basically spend time with family and live here with each other's company and die of old age. Is that the plan for this new house? No, no, it's not. No, I don't want because I don't want neighbors. It's not quite, it's not our our dream home, but it's pretty close. And my dream home would never have an HOA. Agree. Are you you guys going to have an HOA eventually? It does have an HOA. It's not really an HOA. $50 a year is not really an HOA. Although, you know what I I was chatting? um, Like we pay $300 a month here. No, no, no. We do not. It's not even $300 a year in this house for for the HOA. Shit. Really? Yeah. When I had a condo by myself, it was $300 a month. Because they're doing all the maintenance and stuff like that. So. So, so yeah, it's not a crazy HOA that we have today. Um, They're Nazis, though. Literally. I saw uh, when I was driving by the freaking place, I saw a flag hanging up. A Nazi flag. (laughs) Ben and Gene Williams, they move into this home. They move in on October 14th, 1980, before it's even finished. The developers are still painting some spots, and they got a bunch of trees and stuff where they had to clear the land out back. But they're just so excited to move in. They talk to the developers, and they're like, all right, you can start moving boxes in. So October 14th is their official moving day right before Halloween. Their house was in an an exclusive neighborhood. When this neighborhood was built, it was exclusive. And actually, if you go down the road a little bit, there's some big mansions down there. Huge, Mm -hmm. gated, gated land and stuff you can see on Google Earth. They are in this exclusive new built neighborhood now. However, within five years, their house value alone is going going to fall about 70%. Wow, dang. I will tell you on the next episode, like everyone who moves into this neighborhood, or most buyers at least, eventually they just walk out, leave it. So this is this is a whole neighborhood that's afflicted, not just a house? It's, it's a few houses. Okay. But at the time, I mean, Jean is, she is just ecstatic. She loves this house and the location because there's this big oak tree out back. And she actually got the developers to put in bay windows in the back just so she can wake up in the morning, smell that brewing coffee and then look at that big old majestic oak out there and that tree is what eventually drew her to this lot that's why she wanted it she has to be able to look at this magnificent oak tree in the back Mm. this oak tree was old very pretty but it did have some rather curious markings etched on it Mm. she didn't mind though she got the builder to put in bay windows and she just started loving the view drinking it in this is her retirement home this is before all those other houses were there. A lot of land, open land. To the left of the house was a water plant, so there's no neighbors over there. And I don't know. I mean, just a great, great location, right? I want that tree right outside my living room window, she said, close enough so I can reach out and touch it. Jean wanted nothing more to live her life with her husband in this brand new home, spend time with daughters and granddaughters. The whole place just looked idyllic. There were trees, flowering shrubs, and manicured lawns everywhere. Fountains and ponds. We were sold right away. The move went pretty pretty smooth on October 14th. As I said, Ben was still working in his job, but they had three daughters to help him with the move. Here's the daughters, because they're going to be important too. Mm-hmm. Tina, the youngest, she's 24. Okay. Then you have Jennifer, she's the middle, and then Tootie, she's the oldest. But none of them are over 30. They're pretty close in age. They're very close to each other. They're all married. Jennifer has a baby, Carly, which... 
Ben and Jean will soon adopt. Okay. So Carly's going to be there. Jean puts down one of the boxes and she just, she loses it. She runs outside. She has got to go see this tree again. This oak is just calling her name. And she noticed a few birds up there kind of surrounding the tree. A lot of them were on the branches. Uh, oh, no. There were quite a bit of them oh. on this day. Okay. I don't think that there are cardinals he's talking about. Not blue jays, not cardinals or morning doves, but black crows. Oh, a murder. Pitch black, even the eyes. And they were not very nice. Outside, the crows that sat in the giant oak screamed at them on each trip to and from the van, clearly unhappy with the intruders. Sorry, Jean shouted at them, but we're neighbors now. One of them dived at her, making an angry screech. Jean shrieked in return and ran laughing in the house. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> no. The Williams, they don't know this yet, but their house is haunted already. Mm-hmm. A brand new build is haunted. They won't really understand this for about two years. But we're about to go through an escalation to the likes of has never been seen before. Okay. All right. This case is true. There are real people that died. There's court documents on this case. And a common misconception with this case is the movie Poltergeist is based off of it. Oh. That's not true per se. This is worse than Poltergeist. I've not seen Poltergeist. No. In fact, the the only way some of the lawyers could explain what the Williams are about to go through was to play some of the movie Poltergeist for the judge. So he can see at least a mild version of what they're about to go through. We're talking about some very strange stuff, but this is all true 100%. Okay. This is a true story and everything. Wow. You know, the little girl from Poltergeist died. The demon? I, I haven't seen. I don't think I've seen that movie in a while. The little I've girl, never seen it. The little girl that I remember starred. remember the TV. Like, the little girl that starred in it, she died. Like, not recently. Like, she died after when production. When she was, oh, yeah. like, oh, She was like three, I think, or something. Oh. Maybe five. I don't know. Um, oh, she died after the movie? Yeah. Over the next few days, Jean began noticing some changes in the house, the brand new house. Now, this is not even Halloween yet. This is the first week. She noticed that it was colder in some spots and at random times, which it would be great because we keep it like freezing up in this house. We would never know the difference. You would never have to pay electricity. The electricity (laughs) bill would be hardly anything. John would be like, all right, ghosts, (laughs) it's getting a little hot in here. Commence. Uh, but I do, I do advise against summoning any ghostly presences into the home. For you, I, w- I was going to suggest that Nicole not even be here for this story. You're going to see that this is. Why re- are you doing this story? <laughs> I was going to do this to piss you off, but then I started doing it, and I was already too far into it. I would never do it at this point, but now we got to do it. Do we though? I'm telling you, <laughs> after this episode, you're you're going to want to go and check that oak tree for markings. You're going to want to go check well, some things. Well, we we are going to the property tomorrow to meet up with our fencing contractors. I was thinking about going so. last night. That's how worried I am oh, about this. Christ well, almighty. just bring just bring a priest. Just get it. Just just bring a priest. Get the property blessed and you'll be good to go. Or a rabbi. Well, I don't know. The only thing I can pay a priest with is a little Stop bo- it. A little <laughs> boy's Stop it. home. <laughs> I'll dress up as a little boy and go sit out there. Okay. And oh, okay. There you go. Thank you. 
Over the next few days, Jean noticed that she was often cold. She would also get this this weird feeling that she was being watched. Hmm. Something was watching her. The birds? Jean had this weird feeling of being watched. She thought that this watcher, though, and this is a few days after they moved in, she started getting this feeling that this watcher, whoever it was or whatever he was or she was, was kind of stuck in the backyard and watching her near that oak tree. You know, the one with the strange markings. And also, she had a feeling that that's where the cold current kept flowing from Hmm. around that oak tree. Now, keep in mind, it would be months, nearly two years before her and her husband, Ben, would finally admit to themselves that they lived in a haunted house. This is a new build, brand new home, new appliances. No one besides the Williamson had used any of it yet. The toilets, for instance, brand new, brand new toilets. And although they weren't automatic flushing toilets, they did seem to flush themselves often in this house. Weird. But also convenient. Like if you forget, (laughs) then just let the ghost do it. Yeah. When you're building a new house, you'll often have to clear land and the developer would do that. And that often needs to happen. And then they'll put in sod or whatever. Ben and Jean moved in prior to the developers being officially finished. So there were some trees and stuff that were knocked down in the backyard that they had to still move yet. And once all that was finally cleared out by the developers, it did kind of bum the couple out looking over their backyard and seeing some depressions left in the backyard. You know, perhaps the tree was sitting there too long and they kind of knew what it was. The large tree was sitting there for a long time on multiple different spots. And for whatever reason, there is tremendous torrential downpours over this neighborhood specifically. Mm. This neighborhood, it is sudden storms, like wind 90 miles an hour, lightning crashing down on trees. I mean, it is- That's intense. It is just over this neighborhood. It's the craziest thing ever. I actually was working for a real estate guy and I did notice where we were developing land, that would happen. And I just always thought it was a Charleston thing, but those storms would come over this little property and just be so violent. I remember we had a tent set up and on multiple occasions, we had to go out and run and try to pull this tent up. And one occasion specifically, the winds were so strong, it just completely ripped it apart. And there was lightning literally striking 50 feet away from from us. It was the most scariest thing I've ever had to deal with. And if you go a mile down the street in any direction, it was completely dry. These storms would just form over this one plot of land. It was the weirdest shit I've ever seen. We also found some uh, Indian arrowheads on that thing. Mm. Anyway, so there are multiple depressions or sinks in the backyard. You know, whatever. They'll just fill them in. Not a big deal. So... They try to stay positive. Lovely home, lovely family. The next morning, Jean wakes up. She slept great and she was in a great mood. She immediately wakes up. It's 5 a.m. She smells that good coffee downstairs. Ben's already at work and she goes downstairs and there's no coffee at all. She's like, did he make some coffee and not leave me any? But that doesn't happen in this house. In fact, at 5 a.m. every morning, the smell of freshly brewed coffee arises, but there's never any 
coffee made. Hmm. This happens Weird. all the time. This happens all the time. And whoever comes over will always say the same thing. Others staying at the house commented on the coffee smells as well, always at just about 5 a.m. The aroma had lured more than one hapless guest from a warm bed into the dark kitchen. Okay, whatever. You know, I, I can live with that. Let me just it's like that. That's not a bad, you know, that's terrible smelling coffee. And then there's not, <laughs> not anything you know, there. that happens here because you drink the whole pot. <laughs> <laughs> so that does happen to us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh... So at this point, Jean's like, you know what? Whatever. I, I can get some coffee in a little bit. Let me just let me just unload the dishwasher. So she opens the dishwasher. She's about to put dishes in. And this is what she sees. She turned up the heat and decided to clean up the kitchen. First, the dishes. She opened the dishwasher and immediately leaped back. Then she peered in again. No, her eyes had not deceived her. She felt her stomach turn a bit. The dishwasher was loaded with large black ants. (gasps) This is a new build. There's no cracks or anywhere these ants can get in. They finally found where the ants are coming from, but they never found out where they're getting in. The ants are going to make more and more appearances. They're always coming from that large oak tree out back. You know, the one with the strange markings on it. Mm. They're always coming from that area. I'll be curious to, to learn what, if anything, happens to the oak tree in this case. This is a week or two after they just moved in. This is her happy home, her retirement home. But this is also the time when the depression hits. She's starting to get depressed. She can't tell why. She has nothing to be sad about. She has a three amazing daughters who are all in loving relationships. She has a granddaughter. She has a beautiful new house. You know, she has no reason to be depressed. And yet she would say later that it was like someone was forcing this depression on me. Maybe it was due to all everything that she planted out back was dead. Now, she's been gardening since she was a little tot. She would go out with her mama. She'd bring her little spade and a little bucket. And since she was a baby, 60 years, she has been gardening and she is extremely good at it. She is a green thumb like nobody's business. So it would not be surprising if I planted stuff and it died. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're different. I would be more surprised if you you started planting stuff and it was thriving. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So so, something something, must be wrong. I don't know why all these plants keep coming up over here. uh, That's right. So, so far we have two things that's not going to help us. The coffee situation, because you're going to drink it and then you're planting stuff and it's going to die anyway. Correct. Are you going to have- We should not be surprised. An area, uh, like a specific garden. Yes. I can't We're going to do like a, like legit, like, like a lot of vegetables and, and fruit. I want to plant fruit, fruit trees like first year. Yeah. So that they, like lemon tree? Um, Like lemon, apple, some citrus trees. Yeah. I want to go all out with the trees. Like they're not even going to have to go to the grocery store, y'all. It's kind of what we're, hope- we're hoping for. It seemed like nothing she did, nothing she planted, no matter what vegetable, no matter what fruit, lentil, potato, nothing. Everything was dead within a week. It would start to sprout and then die. She even got a dedicated plot and put her own soil over it that she bought from Home Depot or whatever. And that seemed to work, but eventually that was dead too. Nothing eating it, nothing killing it. It was just dead. That's depressing. That's sad. Yeah. 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 This is a true story. This is in the court records and everything. I am intrigued. 
How about that? Mm-hmm. How well, about you, that? You guys know how I feel about. I mean, I'm more moms. open to the concept of things. What was it? The story that we did. Um, Ah, uh, where the the ghost like spoke through the people. Oh, yeah. And it solved that crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that one was Teresa. pretty crazy. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. There's some things that are making me. Horngry? Think there are oh. a lot more things that are unexplainable, perhaps. Is any of this stuff making you horngry? No. Has anyone been using that word? I really want to get that going, I, guys. I think Brandon supports try, you trying to get it going, but. I need you to teach your kids that word. You can just put it on. I hope they're not dictionary. teaching their kids that word. <laughs> yeah. Good idea. Oh, somebody throw it on Urban Dictionary. Dictionary. Why don't you? I don't know how to do that. Just go to the website and you can add it like Wikipedia. (laughs) Intrigued. (laughs) (laughs) Good one, Martin. Good one. I am kind of hungry. Could always eat. If you didn't see the birds. Wolfie, hang on. Wolfie says nothing in the world will ever make me feel the need to use that word. If you didn't see the birds in the backyard, you would swear that every time Jean had that shovel and she was planting it into the ground, frustrated because she's got to replant over and over and over. If you didn't see the birds, you would swear that every time that tip of that spade goes into that soil, that earth would be screaming, screeching. But then you look up and you notice that every time that she puts that shovel near that dirt, a crow shrieks at her. Mm. I would have just got a freaking pellet gun. That was me. Ben started noticing it too. Now, it would be a couple months before they compare notes because you don't want to think that you're going crazy and then tell your significant other that you're seeing things, you know, especially they're still in the move-in phase and she's still excited and ecstatic and all this stuff. But he started feeling depressed too. And that's why he would work longer hours at his job, come home late. I mean, he was already gone at 5 a.m. in the morning every morning. Mm. This guy is over 60 and he's working like crazy 15 hours a day. He's never done that in his life. Mm -hmm. He's giving himself high blood pressure. He comes close to death multiple times. Once he has a heart attack. The other time he has a, a very serious asthma attack at work from stress. One person in the story will actually go to court to sue the developers because he got what the doctor considered diabetes. After he lost about 50 pounds, he'd lost weight and then developed diabetes. It was stress-induced, stress-induced diabetes. I didn't know that you could have stress-induced diabetes. Me either. They didn't either. (laughs) Shit, I got to be careful. Yeah. Mm. Type 1 or type 2? I would imagine type 1. If you're losing weight. Yeah. Right? In fact, a lot of people in this neighborhood started seeing problems. Marital problems. Domestic problems. They would see a neighbor move in happy, ready to tackle the world. And within months, both are moving out, both separated. Dang. It's like we were like you once and then we moved here. Yeah. Every couple in the neighborhood seemed to go through this vicious cycle. Ben tried to settle some of his depression by filling in those sinkholes in the backyard. He would fill them in with dirt and the next morning they were there again. It was like the earth was caving in on itself. It was like the sinkhole to hell. Like, where did the dirt go that I put in there just now? He would get dirt from another part of the property, fill it in, and then the dirt won't be there anymore. Then the dirt would just be gone. These sinkholes all over the property, like quicksand, they would just sink 
sink back down. Then came the footsteps. This became a regular occurrence for both Ben and Jean. They would creep to the bedroom and then stop. And then you would hear the heavy breathing. Creepy. I don't like that. I know. Now, when you don't believe in ghosts or you don't want to admit that, okay, those do sound like footsteps, you start to try to rationalize things, even though when you think about it later down the road, your rationalization is way more irrational. For instance, the footsteps. All right, I know why. The wood, the wood is pliable, right? It's spongy. So here's here's the footsteps, right? You know, it's just us in the bed, in the house. There's no one out there. But, you know, we we walk on the house all day and we walk on this wood. The wood sinks down and kind of like one of those bubbles that you push and then it eventually pops back out. That's what it's doing is basically popping out at night. That sounds fucking stupid, but they can't. What what else are they going to say? Oh, there's a ghost literally walking yeah. to our bedroom door and just sitting there and breathing. That sounds bad, too, you know, but they're definitely hearing footsteps. And like I said, this is a brand new house. If you have creaky floors and footsteps and stuff in a new house, I mean, the last thing they're going to think about is ghosts. You know what ghost comes into a brand new fucking house? <laughs> like, I mean, I I've not heard it before, <laughs> I guess. Well, I mean, but but like certain legends, I don't know. I've never heard anything this, this like this example. And that? all the toilets are being flushed. Yeah, so now they're crazy. spending money on they're spending water. money on water. They're spending money on electricity like crazy. The electricians come out there because their circuits keep blowing all the time. The lights go out. What the fuck's going on? The electrician's like, mm. well, you, you got too much power coming through the circuits. How? How is that? Tr- how is that possible? The electrician's like, it's not. I don't. I don't know what to tell you. It's not possible. Your house is set up to receive this much voltage. You guys aren't using. You don't have grow lights or whatever. You're not straining the electricals. It's just getting too much power. What do you want me to say? It's just getting too much power. Mm. That stuff adds up. So first the footsteps, and then the figures, the dark, cloudy, opaque. figures figures. And a lot of this would happen. They would actually get notices when a ghost or something's going to happen. Something moves because things move in the house. Yeah. The toilets will flush and then Gene will get cold and then they'll something will happen. Right. Mm. These dark clouds were more fleeting, though. When you looked at them for a second, it was almost like they were never there. You know, you saw something. But then when you kind of blink your eyes, it's not there. So it's just enough to make you think you might be going crazy. <laughs> you see? Yeah. And at this point, they're not talking to each other about this. So you see where the marital strain on all these couples yeah, are coming in at. Yeah. Because they're not communicating. That's a lot of stress. That is a yeah, lot of stress. Exactly. Because they both now think they're losing their mind and they won't compare notes for another few months. It was only at this time when they actually started comparing notes. Like the neighbors, you mean? No. Well, the neighbors will be in a little bit. But when Ben and his wife started comparing notes oh. with the figures. Now, it, it was weird to Ben to see these opaque clouds, but it seems like they were manifesting from this large oak tree out back. You know, the ones with the strange markings? Mm-hmm. It seemed like they were coming from there. Is there a, like any photos of the markings? Just got curiosity that we'll be able to see or yeah okay I'm, I'm i'm really curious what they look like it does that what spo- you're gonna leave leave us hanging with that aren't no you? i'm not <laughs> <laughs> what do you think the markings be some kind of hieroglyphics <laughs> i don't know i'm curious i'm curious about what the markings are so we know what to look for tomorrow <laughs> 
Oh, shit. You're going to, if you hear the rest of the story, you're going to want to go over there today, dude. I'm uh, telling you. Going from the dining room into the den, he was puzzled by the odd quality of the darkness at two windows at the back of the den near the giant oak. It seemed as if it were somehow different from the darkness that usually came through those windows. Ben suddenly realized why this was so. The darkness seemed to be moving through the windows and toward him. It was as if patches of night, pieces of darkness were taking form and moving. There were just, there were always two forms about man size, five feet, a little over. They were always just two and they, they were always together. Hmm. And they always were followed by a cold breeze. He felt cold and sticky. And these sensations seemed to center in his throat. For several terrifying moments, Ben couldn't breathe. He gasped, staggering forward, reaching out and trying to push the shapes back. His eyes squeezed shut. He was sneezing and he thought he might lose consciousness. It is the middle of the night when he has one of the biggest scares of his life. He sees these two figures and they pass through the bay windows from the oak tree. They go right through them and then he freezes. Not cold, but his he can't do anything. He is he's not frozen in fear. He wants to move, but he he can't he's locked. His body's locked. His body is locked up. But he's seeing these figures that just pass through him. And when they did, he became extremely cold and sticky. The real sticky icky. Yeah. And then he sees these cloudy figures, two of them, go down the hall as if they're going towards the master bedroom. And then he realizes, oh, shit. They're going after Gene. Gene is sleeping. At this point, he's completely locked up. But he sees that these figures are at the door. The door is open to the bedroom. And it it is like they're reaching out. Like the cloudiness, he can almost make out an arm. They're reaching out. So it is like shaped like a body. Yeah. Person. Mm -hmm. Okay. Super fucking creepy. Full body massage. Apparition. Mm -hmm. Thank you. That's, I couldn't think of the word. (laughs) He blinked again. Now they were there. Definitely two shimmering forms that seemed to have no substance. Suddenly they seemed to thicken, darken a bit. And they moved into the corridor leaning, leading to the master bedroom. At first, Ben was just happy to see them go. Then he thought, oh no, Gene. They were going to Gene. He was certain of it. He's locked up. His body's locked up. They're traveling to the master bedroom. They're going to get his wife, but he can't move. All of a sudden, he sees that cloudy figure. It's like their hands are going into the room. Their fingers are outstretching. At the same time, it's like they're mocking him because he can't move. Eventually, Eventually, his muscles relax and he he gets let go and immediately he runs, runs. But the figures are already in the bedroom and they're real close to the bed at this point. They're reaching with their fingers stretched out towards Jean. She's sleeping peacefully and the fingers are reaching out. And as soon as Ben takes that turn into the door, his instincts kick in. And he dives. He dives straight at the figures. He doesn't know. He's going to tackle them. Ben served in Korea as a Marine. Korea was a very violent altercation. Mm-hmm. He keeps a 38 caliber in the nightstand. And at this point, obviously, you're not going to use it. But he can still tackle whatever the hell this is. This is something there. You can't, you can barely see through it. It's something yeah. going after his wife. He dives. I mean, this guy is 60 plus years old. And he dives like five feet. Ah, he passes through the figures and all of a sudden it's just sticky all over his body and he 
Jesus. Falls right on the bed, right on top of his wife. His wife wakes up screaming, oh, screaming in horror. Her husband is laying there. The figures are gone. She didn't see anything. He is covered in sweat. He's freezing cold and he's sticky. And now he's having a, a serious asthma attack. Something he hasn't had since he was a child. Wow. It's like ectoplasm. This was only one of the times that he had to be hospitalized for this. Wow. At that point, they finally started to compare notes. Oh, wait, you're seeing stuff? Oh, my God. Let me tell you about these ants and these crows. They're like- I am surprised that they haven't discussed this with one another until now. Well, oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a new house. Like, they, this is their dream house. You don't want to be like, you don't want to, if something's just happening to you, are you going to spoil it for me? By like, I, I don't know if I would use the term spoil, but I would be like, um, something is not right. Yeah, I know, but we need to talk to the developer or whatever. (sighs) No, no, no. You don't understand. You're going to tell anyone that there's ghosts in your house. You're going to talk to the developer. Oh, there's ghosts in here. Can I get my money back? Obviously, I wouldn't make that conclusion. But if I would. If you start going down that road, you are automatically concluding that. And if, if your wife doesn't feel the same way, if she's not getting haunted, then you look crazy. Well, I think I would probably start the conversation by asking if they would experienced anything out of the ordinary. And Ben's working all the time mm-hmm. at this point. They're taking the three daughters are over all the time. That is true. It's not like they're both home. She's the one that is 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 really home for the majority of the time. I will say eventually Jean will start walking around. She will she will not move around this house over the next few years without a crucifix above her head. Jesus. So everywhere she goes, she has it above her head and she's reciting Bible verses. She memorizes the entire Bible, just reciting it over and over and over. And eventually it's going to get so bad where the things that are so strange that happen to them, it's a normal day, you know? So someone comes over and is like, wait, did that toilet just flush by itself? Oh, yeah. It's just normal. Is Do I see like a apparition over there? Oh, yeah. You know, it's just normal. That's crazy. Yep. All of this happened in three months. This is before Christmas. Wow. This is three months that all this has happened? This is very mild, what we talked about. Wow. Three months, October 14th to Christmas. Wow. Ben and Jean have three daughters, Tina, 24, Jennifer, and Tootie. Tootie. Tina, the youngest, 24. They were three, three smart women. Their dream was to settle down, start a family. They have full-time jobs, obviously, but they're all happily married. They're starting their own families. Jennifer already has a child with her husband. In three months from October 14th to that December, and then up until the summer of the next year, all three daughters will be divorced. Whoa. Happily married, no problems. Within four months, every one of them will be will be divorced. Hmm. Completely wow. divorced. Okay. All the problems start at the house. Like the fights happen the at the fights house? Start happening, the fights start to happen at the house. Hmm. They were married to great, great guys, but just like every Everyone else in this neighborhood, the cops start showing up, the ambulances, broken ribs, abrasions, choking. The guy in the relationship, and no matter where in this neighborhood, in this one little section, will become violent. And within a month or two, they separate. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no no one lives there today. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) That is wild. I'll show you one of the neighbors. I'll show you. His name was, uh, I think it's uh, WD something. He was uh, kind of a rich guy. (laughs) 
he uh, owned a telephone company. His problem, and this is crazy. I'll show you his house. His problem with this whole fucking thing is this brand new house he bought. There's cracks in the roof. The screens are falling off. The whole house is falling down. We'll go back to the Google Earth. That is the only spot in the whole neighborhood where the sidewalk is completely just cracked all to hell. It is so effing fucking obvious you won't even believe it unless I show it to you. It is. It looks like the house is in completely disrepair. <laughs> cool. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> so within a few months, every one of their daughters, three daughters That's crazy. under the age of 30, all divorced. <laughs> They would visit at the house often. They're all saying they don't like it there. Something's wrong. Something's off. Everyone's saying that, you know. Tina, the youngest, she's the one She's the one that brings the dark humor into it, you know, saying uh, they have roommates, stuff like that. <laughs> My ghost roommate. <laughs> but that's where the little fighting would stop. Ended up in hospitals, broken Jeez. rib bones, gashes, quote, like raving lunatics. By the summer of 81, they would all be divorced. The middle child, Jennifer, she's the only one with the child of her own, Car right. Carly, which Ben and Jean will eventually adopt because Jennifer would lose custody and be- Violent herself? Exiled from the family. Huh. Oh, boy. She had become disowned from the family, from her loving mom and dad. She grew up as a middle child, very close to her sisters. But within months, there was a noticeable and frightening change in Jennifer. Now, this is before they all started comparing notes and talking. Now, Ben and Jean are, but, you know, there was a frightening change. Jennifer became angry often, malicious. They actually had to ban her from their house, and eventually they would take her her only daughter and basically not let Jennifer have any visitation with her. Wow. They had to ban their own daughter from the house. She would then call. She would laugh maniacally. She would be growling like an animal on the phone. A few weeks before this, I didn't get to this yet, the youngest daughter, 24, Tina, Tina, 24 years old, was diagnosed, completely healthy, diagnosed with Hodgkinson's disease. Wow. Which, which is a blood cancer. It's extremely rare. Very yeah. rare. Within a few months, she would be diagnosed with that. She would battle this cancer while her once close sister, Jennifer, would call her on the phone. And this is what the conversation would be like. Jean took the phone from her and heard Jennifer, who was still talking to Tina, repeat over and over, you're going to die. You're going to die. Damn. Well, she's not saying it like that. She's saying it like, you're going to die. Yeah, like a demon. Oh, Jesus. It's not Christ. like, oh my God, you're going to die. It's like, you're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to die. Just like a, a record that's on repeat. You're going to die. You're going to die. And she's growling like a fucking animal. Jean would pick up the phone and there would be Jennifer shouting, You'll die too. They're going to get you. And she laughed maniacally. Ooh. It says growl like an animal. <laughs> oh, does it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At this point, Ben and Jean were refusing to let Jennifer see her own daughter, Carly. Carly also had noticeable changes. She'll be pivotal in this whole in this whole story because she can tell us who's going to die and in what order. What? Because her nightmares show her how the family's going to die. There's real deaths in this family. There's a lot. This isn't, this is like a real thing. It's not like some haunted house, like Boop. bullshit or Amityville horror, like type of shit. This is like a real 
real thing. Amityville Horror was real. Yeah. Yeah, but there's just the guy that went insane and killed his family. Yeah. Yeah, but this is like all the family members. Uh, the are family affected. members are yeah. Carly, which was only two or three when they moved in. When Jennifer started doing all this growling on the phone, also had some very noticeable changes. Dark circles. She was sickly pale. She had, by that point, grinded her teeth till they were just points. Ah! Like fangs. They actually had to take her to the dentist before she started school because her front teeth were fangs. She had been grinding. I didn't know that would make them. I have pointy fangs. So think about it. All the money they're spending. Now Tina's got this blood cancer. And then now... They got to take Carly in because she's having nightmares and she's grinding her teeth into points. She has to go to the dentist. She's agitated. Her nightmares are about the future family deaths. She pictures it. She has this dream when a family member is going to die. They're walking down the steps. It's kind of weird to hear her talk about it because whoever's going to die, which we'll talk about that later, but is walking down the steps. And then the other family members are down there like Tina or excuse me, um, Carly's down there saying, come on, come on, just one more step. You can do it. And that the whole time Carly's trying to scream, no, don't do it, because that's an imposter coaxing them down these stairs. Eventually, her nightmares would turn to her own murder by several demons. I felt such evil coming from her, Jean said to Ben afterwards. I really think she's capable of killing us all. It tears me up so bad to see her like this. I can't stand anymore. If she won't get help, there's no use in trying with her anymore. I want a court order to keep her away and I want to adopt Carly now. They didn't realize this at the time, but she's also a victim. Jennifer is not like this, but something has gotten a hold of her. Okay, take this for example. She's now going over a custody battle for her own daughter between her and her parents. Before the custody hearing, she calls the judge. Somehow she gets the judge's number, calls him three times on three separate occasions and says she was going to, quote, blow his head off, which did not help her custody case. I'd say not. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, I'm sure it did not. Wow. So what do you guys think so far? This is the mild shit. This is the mild? What? Yeah, this shit. I haven't even talked about any of the pets. There's plenty. No, there's like <laughs> skip over that part. There's plenty of pets. There's there's some crazy shit that's going to come up. It's it's pretty intense actually. And how far into it are we? Are we still in the first months? No, we're still yeah in the first six like months. First- <laughs> Holy shit! You have all the divorce. You have two cancers. You know, or three cancers very fatal cancers, like all of a sudden, just boom, like from nowhere. And then you have Jennifer going insane, Carly having nightmares. This is all in six months of moving into a brand new house. By the summer of 1982, things were getting better, though. There was some light at the end of the tunnel. Things were turning out good, pretty good. There was less flushing of the toilets, less flickering of the lights, less ants, less ghost figures. Do you know why? No, why? Other people were moving into the neighborhood. So they were getting some of the fire. Now, they didn't know this at the time. For instance, a... uh, Shram thinks it's a fungus. (laughs) Uh, in my mind immediately goes into what's in the walls, asbestos, lead, mold. 
Well, somebody in the family, which we'll talk about, gets a, quote, rare virus that doesn't even have a name. And it it is it is insane. It, the virus doesn't have a name. It reminds me of our neighbor. So our neighbor was gardening and all of a sudden she got this virus from gardening that is only in the soil. Really? Yeah. And she had to get it like attacked her bones and she had to get her hip replaced. I think it I think it was. Um, she was like she almost had, I paralyzed. Think, I think she had an open wound or something and something in the soil. Oh, like MRSA. Yeah. And she got MRSA. Oh, she got MRSA. Oh, well, that at least has a name. It does, but still like, whoa. Yeah. Things were getting better. The youngest daughter is still battling cancer now at 25 years old. Carly was a literal mess, but there's less paranormal activity. And they didn't realize at the time, but it was because more neighbors were moving in and moving out. One neighbor, though, Sam and Judith Hanley, they moved across the street. Now, when someone moves in across the street, you don't go, oh, my God, there's ghosts over here. Like, that's the last thing you want to do. Because they're now excited and they probably aren't going to experience those problems. So you don't tell them anything. But Sam and Judith Hanley, they were real excited, just like the Williams. Oh, my God, this is a beautiful house. They live right across the street. A loving older couple had been married for 40 years. They bought their dream home, retirement home, and wanted to settle down and just enjoy each other's company. By the end of the year, they would be divorced. The Hanley family also noticed those, quote, low spots in their yard, but they still wanted to, they still had this dream for a swimming pool. This reminds me of Nicole. I want a pool. Oh my God. I do want a pool. I want a pool back there. It's so beautiful. The sun, this is the perfect place. That's the first thing they started. The first project. Let's get a pool in there for the summer. Summer 1982. Let's get a pool. Which, hey, in Texas, summer is long. Mm. They priced these contractors and you they are finally ruining all of this for me. <laughs> they pr- I have a guy for you for <gasps> for a pool. Do you? Mm-hmm. Awesome. I'll give you their name. They price all these contractors out and finally the day comes. Now they don't know anything about what's going on in Gene and Ben Ben's world over there. Uh-huh. They have no idea. And they're just happy and dandy. This is the first week they moved in. You know, things seem to be going good. There's some minor things. You know, the electric clock radio did kind of spin up and start playing and it was unplugged. But, you know, maybe that was something. I don't know. They get the contractor, the one they wanted. The backhoe shows up, starts digging. Oh, my God, I'm getting a pull. This is so awesome. They didn't get very far when there was a knock on the door. Sam Hanley went to the front door. It was an elderly man. Never seen him before. He wasn't selling anything. He didn't look suspicious. He just looked really concerned. He had this weird look on his face. And he definitely wasn't a pool contractor. But what he said next really sets the tone for the next episode. Sam went to the door, but didn't recognize the man. I see you're going to put a swimming pool back in there, the old man said. That's right, Sam answered, wondering who this could possibly be. Well, before you do, the man said, there's something you should know about your backyard. Sam looked at the man waiting. There are people buried back there. The sink spots, the low spots that not only has the Hanley family noticed, they were weird because they were rectangular. I didn't say that before. Mm -mm, You did not. They were all rectangular, about six feet in width, and they're all over the neighborhood. (laughs) Shit gets a lot worse. A lot worse. You are so mean. (laughs) 
Don't ruin this for us. We worked really hard. Shit gets terrible after this. Uh, and not only. <laughs> ghoul party. <laughs> the Williams won't be the only ones going to court over this. And it, are there rules about that around disturbing laws around building on a. a be, building very, on top of uh, dead bodies? Yeah. Yes. So you don't build on top of dead bodies. That's right. just that like. That is the rule. So, right. <laughs> so, so did the. Especially a lot of dead bodies. I mean. Was it a like an official a, cemetery or. We'll get into that next time. <sighs> Are you sure you don't want to just like do part two now? But you don't, you do not build on dead bodies. (laughs) That is the thing you should know. Now, I'm not saying it was a cemetery or not. We don't know that yet. We're going to talk about that on the second episode. I want to know, how does this guy know that there were bodies buried there? And like, did the the contractors know, the developers, did they know that they were doing this and they did something totally illegal? We're going to talk about that. What were the markings on the tree? I'll tell you right now, in case you have this problem and before episode two comes out, because this is very, very important. This is for the safety of your own family. Do not dig. Do not start digging. That is the worst thing you can do. When you know that there are bodies there or like just in general? In general, do not dig. You know what, John? If you didn't want a pool, you could have just (laughs) said it a different way. (laughs) Do not dig. It reminds me a lot. I know I keep talking about this, but that Skinwalker Ranch member, mm-hmm. they were kept digging. Things happen and when you dig. Yeah, things happen. This guy almost died. One of their team members almost died. He got this weird radiation on the back of his head and it was just huge. Oh, I think I remember that episode. It was, was crazy. It was crazy. And and that's why they were like, and at first I was like, I thought this was for theatrics. They're just saying this. Because remember the security guy was like, no digging, no digging. No one's going to dig. And he was just such a dick about it. Then you started to realize, shit, like you start digging the next episode when we start digging that's when things are going to come up you think the ants are bad Trim uh. says no diggity <laughs> <laughs> you're so good with these puns here's a, here's a preview when you start digging right you know the storms I was talking about the torrential downpours and the lightning yeah well after those storms they look out their backyard spread out literally separated by inches almost symmetrical in the whole backyard <sighs> little earthworms uh, halfway out of the dirt ew. all over the backyard earthworms just shaking right Yuck. after the storm gross I mean shit like that is real dude this is in the court records everything I said is 100% true not only backed up by one family but by this book alone by four different families if you look at the Google Earth now and even some of the comments people that live down the street still suffer from this stuff like it's still there just there's more houses <laughs> there's more more people on top of it. Wow. If you thought this episode was interesting, the next one is where it ramps up. They, The neighbors just moved in. The first thing they do is find bodies in the backyard. So now we got to talk about whose bodies they are, they are and shit gets ramped up real quick when they start uncovering these bodies. And there is a lot of them back there. Awesome. Thanks guys for joining. We'll see you tomorrow. run this shit.